0: Welcome to another episode of the Women of Faith in Leadership podcast. I'm Rika Whelan, your host. Many years ago, I had to sit in a meeting with my boss, listening to basically everything I did wrong, and then turn that into goals for the following year that I want to achieve. Sounds familiar, right? This is the way that most companies or organizations set goals with their teams. Leaders believe it's their job to identify what their team members need to improve and then to turn that into a goal for them to achieve for the following year however I believe that you can do it differently so in this episode I'm going to teach you an alternative method to set goals with your team goals that they actually want to achieve with minimal effort on your part sounds awesome right let's do it As Christian women in leadership we often find ourselves struggling with the balance between implementing faith-based leadership principles and the worldly perspectives of our colleagues and team members you once felt passionate about leadership but have often come up against people with fixed mindsets who are unwilling to change you feel like giving up and stepping out of your leadership role because is it really worth it friend you're in the right place Here, we're not only going to talk about the challenges, we're going to tackle them head on with a faith-based approach that's both practical and empowering. So, if you're ready to transform your leadership journey, to set boundaries that make a real impact, and to create a workplace culture where both you and your team can thrive, then join me in uncovering the strategies, wisdom, and godly guidance that will lead you to success. I'm Rika Whelan, and welcome to the Woman of Faith Podcast. Together we're going to navigate leadership with faith as our foundation. Let's get started. Grab your coffee or water, keep that notebook and pen handy, and let's jumpstart your leadership. I'm going to read a review from the photographer 8822 and it reads Exciting faith based info. I'm transitioning from a management role into a new training and development role and looking for faith-based guidance. I'm so thankful to have found this podcast. I've already taken away so much tips from the time management podcast. Looking forward to hearing more about eradicating gossip in the workplace. Thank you, photographer8822. Please go and check episodes number three four five six and seven i did a whole series on eradicating workplace gossip however that's not the end of it i'll definitely be recording more episodes about eradicating gossip that's my one of my biggest missions that i'm on is to eradicate workplace gossip it's extremely toxic and it really just affects people's mindsets very negatively now talking about mindsets goals let's talk about goals okay Now, quick disclaimer, in this episode, the goals I am referring to are the personal slash professional individual goals of the team members that you are working with, not goals set as part of a performance management. So I'm going to discuss performance management in one of the upcoming episodes. And I'm not talking about team goals. That's part of a project, for example. The goals I'm referring to are those individual goals that each team member is working towards to improve on their own professional performance and to make improvements for themselves and their own work. Okay, clear. Let me ask you the following questions. Is your team currently meeting their goals or... Are they at least working towards achieving some goals or do they even have any goals? Do they have none? Does setting goals currently seem like a tedious task to you? Because you just simply don't have the time to, (laughs) to sit with every single team member, especially if you've got 50 people on your team. Okay, so if they do have goals, what do they do to achieve them? Or are they solely reliant on you to support them with that? Or is there some accountability there? Are you of the mindset, like I mentioned, that you don't have time for that? And if they want to achieve their goals, they've got to do it in their own time. Whatever it may be, we've learned, and the education and the history of what we've learned about goals, is that... They should be smart. Okay, so this is the, if I think about goals, I immediately think about smart goals. They should be specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. Now, smart goals are a great way to set goals. The problem lies in the fact that goals are being set for people, not by people, for the people. (laughs) So instead of it being the goals being set by the people, for the people, they're being set by the leaders, for the people. Okay, or by the bosses for the people. And that's a problem because it doesn't make sense. Why, as a leader, would you tell your team member, look, I think you need to be working towards this goal, and then by the end of the year, if they haven't achieved that goal, as a leader, you sit and scratch your head and you think, well, why didn't they achieve that goal that I created for you? You know, what's wrong with you? Do I need to performance manage you? But let me tell you right now, there is actually an alternative to this. Okay, so we're going to do a bit of a mind shift. We're going to go from leaders sitting their team members down and saying, hey, this is what I think you need to improve on and what your goal needs to be. And we're going to take that, just take an eraser and rub that out. And then what we're going to do is something that's actually quite simple, but it's not obvious. And that is that we're going to let our team members set or create their own goals for the year. Okay, so does what does that mean? They create their own goals for the year. Does it mean that they can do whatever they want? No. Okay, because like I've said many times on this podcast, there has to be boundaries in place. So if you're going to let your team members set their own goals, they've got to do it within bounds, right? For example, if they're going to set a goal for the year, it's got to be a goal that they can actually achieve at work. So it's not, I want to ski for 10 seconds at a time when I go water skiing. I mean, that's got nothing to do with work, okay? That's just now a silly example that I just thought of, but it's obviously got to be within bounds. And please use the SMART goals. They, they job, they, The goal that they want to set needs to be specific. It needs to be measurable, which means at the end of the year, we need to be able to measure if they've succeeded within that goal or not it needs to be achievable so they can't have the goal of becoming the manager in the next year if they if they're not even in an assistant manager role or they've never done any leadership positions before or they don't even have the qualifications that your job requires for them to be a manager or a leader so that's not achievable it needs to be achievable it needs to be relevant which is what i already mentioned it needs to be relevant to their work and needs to be timed down so my suggestion is have an annual goal because if you have six monthly goals, it's too much to manage, especially if you've got a bigger team. If you've got a smaller team, that's fine. But if you've got a larger team that like what I had, where I nearly had about 50 people, uh, where I had to sit down with them, it's too much. To, it's too much. So you can't then then do annual goals. The thing with annual goals as well, why I suggest annual goals, It's it, it is more realistic to achieve a goal in a year than what it is to achieve a goal in a shorter amount of time because then the goal becomes unrealistic. People think, okay, I have to achieve this in three months, six months. If they think, okay, I've got a year to achieve this. Yes, potentially they're procrastinating, but also it just takes the pressure off. Again, we're working in environments where people are highly stressed, mental health issues and all the things that's going on. So the idea of setting a goal shouldn't be stressful to them. It should be like, okay, I want to achieve the following for me. This is something that I want to improve in the next year and I want to do it for me. Not for my boss, not for my leader, not for my manager, not for my CEO, not because I'm being pressured to do so or I'm going to be performance managed if I don't. No, this is something that I want to achieve for me. So this is the kind of steps that I would suggest that you do this. Okay, so there's this. There's actually two starting points to this journey, if you've never done it like this before, you're either at two starting points, point number one is your 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 current team have no goals whatsoever, so no one in your organization or your team specifically have no individual goals, you've got team goals, you've got project goals, but individually they are not working towards anything, okay, or number two, they have goals, but it's been set by you or by your CEO or by another manager or so, So the goals that they are trying to achieve are not actually goals that they want to achieve. It's been forced on them. And again, these are not relating to performance management goals. I'll get to that in a different, in in, uh, not the next podcast, the one after that. And then it's not related to team goals. So these are individual goals. Okay. And believe me, I've actually had to sit in a meeting where my manager said to me, look, I think you need to work towards this goal next year because I see it's something that you're struggling with and to this day i thought to myself I, I think to myself well i really didn't need to achieve that goal it didn't improve my 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 professional life or my personal individual at work life at all like there was like no reason i had to achieve that goal okay anyway so number 1 if you are at the point where your current team have no goals whatsoever okay so what i want you to do then is in your next team meeting. So whenever that might be, if you've got fortnightly meetings, weekly meetings, monthly meetings, but okay, in your next team meeting. Introduce them to the concept of goal setting, okay? Let them know that over the next month, so this is time bound, right? Over the next month, they will have the opportunity to create a goal for something that they want to achieve in their own professional journey over the next year. So they've got a month to come up with it, but then they've got the next year to achieve it. Technically, eleven months. Okay, get them thinking about those goals. Okay, and to get them thinking about those goals, because people people often get stuck on, oh, what do I want to achieve over the next year? Okay, right. I've got I've got a um, a little hack for you on this one. Okay, so say to them the following: When we drive home at the end of the day. Okay, there's always something on the drive home that you think about. You think about, oh, this was a really horrible or embarrassing situation at work. I just really hope that that will never, ever happen again. Or you do something really well and you just kind of thinking about it again and it brings a smile to your face. Or that moment when you think about, I am never doing that ever again. Fool me once, fool me twice, but I'm never doing that ever again. Or I can't make this mistake again. Or whoa, I'm so glad that this worked out okay. It's, it could it, that could have been a disaster. Okay, so that is what's called the reflective drive. The reflective drive. Okay, I've, I've I literally just made up made that word up because there's no I've never heard of that before. But it's called the reflective drive. When you're driving home at the end of the day, you automatically reflect about your day. You think about the things that went wrong, the things that went well. Now, those things that went wrong, where you think to yourself, oof, okay, I can definitely not ever make that mistake ever again. Or, you know, this was there was a potential workplace health and safety issue that I was involved in. Next time, I must make sure that I don't do that again. So it's those kind of negative feelings that you have about yourself, where you think about yourself, I should never, ever do that again. <laughs> okay, so those are usually the things that I suggest to my team that they use for goals. Because those things, we 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 often think about them. At the end of every day, we think about them. But we never do anything about them. Because tomorrow, we catch ourselves and we do it again. And the day after that, we catch ourselves and we do it again. But those are the things that, as professionals, we should be putting as personal goals that we want to meet. Not, not our team, because they're not related to our team, unless they're related to a team. But individually, it's a mistake that you've made that you really don't want to ever make again. And the goal is basically for them to get something that they want to achieve. It's got nothing to do with the person next to them. It's got actually nothing to do with you potentially even as a leader unless their behavior that they had done was towards you. But it really, it's, it's something that in a year's time, they can confidently say that, wow, I did it. And they can look back and think that, wow i can't even but be- i can't even believe that a year ago i made that mistake because now i'm an expert in that so just have a conversation with them surrounding okay guys this is what we're going to do it's brand new we've never set personal goals before we have lots of team goals we've got project goals but moving forward what we're going to do is i'm going to support you to set an individual goal of something that you want to achieve over the next year And I'm going to support you in any way possible by providing training, by sitting down with you and discussing whatever it is that you have. But in a year's time, we need to look back and say that, wow, look at the progress you've made. And I bet you definitely won't get this question, but just in case, if you do like, why do we want to do this? Or why should we now focus on personal goals if we've never done it that way before? Or we're already doing very well. Why do we now want to bring in personal goals? Well, I think how you can answer that question is by saying that it's not just about team growth. It's not just about the organization growing. As a leader, you've got a heart for people and it's the people that make the team. It's the people that make the organization. And therefore, it's important that the people grow as individuals and that if those people walk out of the organization, they can say that this is how much I've tangibly and measurably grown since I've come into this organization. Everybody should leave your organization thinking that they are a better person for being in your organization. Even if the organization is terrible, but you as a leader can be amazing. Really, it is possible. So that should be your answer, that you care for the individual people and that you want every single person to walk through the doors of that organization to be able to say that, I've grown here as a person, I've grown here professionally, and I've got things that I can take away with me and use it as a stepping stone towards something else. Okay, so this is that that is this is what I hope you'll do. Okay, but if you're in the space where number two, they already have goals, but the goals are set by you, okay, then you've got a little bit more work to do. And this might be a little bit hard, and it might be you know, potentially very confronting to you. But what I'd say is that you can either do it in a big team meeting or you can sit down with people in smaller groups, If especially if they're already grouped in your department into little, little, groups, or you can sit down with them individually. So this will just depend on your time that you have available. But It's okay if you do it in a big group meeting as well. You can go to your team and say, you know, I've, I've just come to some new information. I did this training or I listened to this podcast that spoke about goals. And I realized the way that I'm executing goals at the moment, I don't think it's correct. I I, I realized that I've set your goals for you, but I, I have noticed that the goals are not being met. And what I've noticed is that that you guys don't want to meet those goals because you didn't choose them. So moving forward, I want to give you the opportunity to set your own goals, something that you want to achieve, not something that I want to achieve, but something that you want to achieve. And believe me, this is a big pill for me to swallow, to admit to you guys that I was wrong. But I believe as a leader, it's important to show you, as my team, that it's okay to make mistakes. We all make mistakes and mistakes are part of the game. But what we do after we've realized that we've made a mistake is what's most important. So to fix this mistake that I've made, I'm going to give you all the opportunity to set your own goals. And how we, how you're going to think about your goals is think about your drive home in the afternoon. Think about those things in the afternoon where you think to yourself, oh, yes, I really shouldn't have done that. I'm, I'm definitely not going to do that again tomorrow. Or think about anything that, that uh, think about that drive home, things that you constantly think about and you think, oh, I did that again today, seriously? can't believe I did that again. I just said to myself yesterday, I'm not gonna do it again. Those are the things that I suggest that we work on, things that you you know that you shouldn't be doing or things that you really struggle with. Let's work on it together. I wanna support you. I wanna provide you with training. I wanna provide you with moral support and pastoral care because I care for you guys. You guys are my team. And we spend a lot of time together and I want to see each and every one of you succeed. Okay, great. After you've done that speech or that connection with them... What you're then going to do, because now we've got everybody on the same page, right? Everybody who was on point number one or point number two, wherever they, whether they've got goals or not goals, everybody's now on the same page. So what you're going to do is now you can do this electronically or you can do this on paper based. To be honest, there's no right or wrong reason. I like electronic because it's easy for access, but really there there's no right or wrong here. Basically. Give them a month now to go and think about their goals. Some people will be very quick. They will submit their goals within 24 hours, okay? Other people might need a little bit longer, especially if they're not used to, number one, setting their own goals. Well, there's not a number two because actually that is it. People are are not used to setting their own goals because, number one, there were no goals in place. Or, number two, you've set their goals for them. They're not going to be able to set their own goals. They're going to struggle with it. So give them a month. Be fair. But send them some reminders. Hey, guys, just a reminder, goals are due in three weeks. Hey, guys, just a reminder, goals are due in two weeks. If you're struggling, please come and see me. I'm here to help and support you. So then they're going to submit their goals to you. Okay, and previously I've done it many methods. It can be through a notebook, so through Microsoft Notebook. It can be through Microsoft Teams. It can be through uh, they can just email you. And you can put it all in one document or, um, I mean, if you can create a Microsoft Forms and then they can submit it on a Microsoft Forms to you and then it all populates into an Excel spreadsheet, there's so many ways that you can do it, all right? Uh, I used a a learning management system. So we had a learning management system uh, at, at the organization that I worked and I just actually could create like a lesson and then through the lesson, They could just submit it to me, okay? So then what you're going to do is, at the next team meeting then, people can share their personal goals if they want to. So remember, this is a whole new process. People are not used to this. So if people want to share their goals, open it up, okay? Open up the floor, let people share. Then three months later, what you're going to do is, people are then going to meet with a peer of their choice, Okay, so anybody who they want to, it can be their best friend at work, but it has to be someone at work, okay, that they're going to meet with, a peer, okay, so not necessarily somebody in a more senior role than them, but a peer. Okay, so then they just sit down with the peer and they, you can give them prompting questions. So you can ask questions like, again, you can send them the questions via email, send them the questions via Microsoft Teams, whichever way you want to do. I, again, did it on the LMS, on the learning management system. So things like, what's the date that you're meeting with the peer? Who is the peer that you are meeting with? Uh, what are, What's your goal? Because just a reminder about what their goal is, because some people have forgotten about their goal over the last three months, let's be honest. And then... So that's a quick reminder to them, but also a quick reminder to the peer, because the peer might not know what their goal is. Then they have to say, okay, what progress have you made with your goal? So they have to discuss with their peer what progress have they made with that goal, if any. If they've not made any, then they're going to have to come clean and say, I've actually not made any progress with my goal. I've actually forgotten about it. This is so new. I just It sounded all body da at the beginning, but now I've forgotten about it again. Or... And, and, so, uh, sorry, and then the next one, not or, but and, then the next one is, where are you stuck? So then they're going to say, then they're going to reflect on, okay, but I'm actually stuck because um, I think I uh, I actually need this, or I actually need that. The peer is then there to support, very important, the peer is then there to support and give them advice. But... It's actually very crucial that at this point, they need to identify what do they need. So they, they, you could have done that at the beginning as well. So at the beginning where they set their goals for the very first time, they can also identify what support do they need, by whom do they need that support, and what training do they need. But if you do it at the three-month mark, it's actually interesting because then they they will identify that so again you can do it at the beginning 100% but if they're really stuck or if they're not stuck then they're going to identify about okay, what further support do I need what training do I need and who needs to support them who needs to support me with this okay because potentially you need to organize some some excel training for them or you need to organize I mean crucial conversation training or anything like that there's time management anything there's so many things Okay, then they're going to submit that to you again. All right, but it's just important that all the time you actually just have a quick glance at it. You don't need to like spend hours on it, but where they say they need support, this is where you're going to bring this into your leadership team. Okay? Remember, you're not in charge of everything. You don't need to do everything either. Okay? So bring all the requests of everything that they need to the leadership meeting, to the leadership team. Then you're going to say, "Okay, let's guys, let's discuss these goals." This is what so-and-so is trying to meet. This is where they're stuck at the moment. And this is the support that they think they might need. What do you guys think about that? Because people often don't see the support that they need. They might think, oh, I need no support. The leadership team might think, oh, yeah, I think, you know, just from my observation, that this is actually where they might need some support. So... Yeah, so then you would obviously organize that support. So it's, it's crucial at this point in time, at the three-month mark, even if you did it at the beginning. But by the three-month mark, then you need to start organizing the support that they need. If that is the training or if that is the, any, any learning that they need to do from someone else. For example, one time, what I wanted to really achieve was to learn about project management, and as part of the support that i required is someone in a more leadership a more senior role had actually done a project management qualification so as part of my support that i required was to spend some time with this person so that i could learn more about project management without having to go and do a full qualification right okay so then part of my goals would have been or part of my process would be schedule a meeting with that person sit down with that person and learn from that person and potentially have another follow up if that's required okay so then at the six-month mark, they're going to meet with the same peer, with the same person. They can, If that person doesn't work there anymore, fine, they can then meet with another person, but then with another peer, again, where there's this accountability towards someone that's more friendly, they're not in a senior leadership role, but this is kind of the point where you would have discussed also with your whole team that if you are the peer that someone's meeting with and you see that that person's not making progress, then you need to start supporting them as the peer and say, hey, I think you need to go and speak to Rika. I think you need to go and speak to our line manager. I think you need to go and speak to this person because it's now been six months and you've still not made any progress with your goal. So it's also a very good way for peers to start practicing leadership, even if they're not what they would call born leaders. I saw this thing again yesterday and I thought, oh, I must do an episode on are leaders born or made? Definitely a good episode to discuss. I'll do a bit of a survey on that and see what people say. <laughs> when I started my master's degree, one of my very first subjects was leadership, and I had to write a my opinion on whether leaders are born or made. Okay, so... Yeah, so then they're going to, at that six-month mark, meet with the same peer. The peer's responsibility is to say, okay, I've seen you've not made any progress. Practice some leadership skills here and say, okay, this is what I think you need to do, but let's do this, let's do that. I can support you. Great way for peers to support each other or for people who want to practice leadership or want to potentially go into future leadership roles to do that. Okay. Then by the ninth month, go by the nine-month mark, Then they're going to meet with someone that's in a more senior role than them. Not necessarily you, not necessarily a line manager, but someone that in their department is a little bit in a more senior role than them. It can actually even be someone from a different department. It can be a line manager from a different department, so your peer, for example. It can be anybody else that is more senior than them, but not you, okay? Then the accountability kicks in again, because now they're accountable towards this other person and they're going to say, okay, well, this has been my goal for the last nine months. This is the progress that I've made or not made, and this is where I'm really stuck. This is the support that I've received. I've received this training. I've spoken to this person, but I'm still really stuck. Then the other person's going to bring a different perspective because the bringing that different perspective, an outside perspective, is extremely important because sometimes when we're stuck in a situation, we can't see, see beyond the walls of that situation because we're just so stuck in there. But bringing outside perspective in is, is extremely crucial because then other people can see, but hey, have you thought about that? Or hey, wait a minute, I see you've done that, but I, I think that you missed the process here or this step. Because sometimes we just can't see the things that we do wrong, if it's wrong, but if, if we, how the way we can improve it. So this is where the, the, that outside person, not the peer, because remember, now they've met with that peer twice. If they're still stuck by the nine month, ninth month mark, then it's very good to have that, this external person coming in that's in a more senior role than them, give them advice. Okay. If they, if they met all their goals in the last nine months and they've got no progress, then great. It's another person that they can brag a little bit about the progress that they've made. Nothing wrong with that. Okay, the point of this nine meeting with the senior person is that they can give a different perspective. So then, by the twelfth month mark, okay, then then a year has gone by, then they well and truly should have achieved their goal. This is where annual performance reviews come in. So during their annual performance review meeting, they you include their goal and the progress that they've made because remember now at the three, six, and ninth month mark, they've actually fed back to you in some way shape or form the progress that they've made you're going to pull out that piece of paper or three pieces of paper or the digital version of what they've submitted and you're going to talk to them about it say okay why don't you run me through your goal for this year what was your goal you already know what it is but they're going to say well this was my goal this is the progress that I've made or not made this is where I was really stuck and then it's a perfect opportunity for you as the line manager to discuss with them And in the next episode, I'm actually going to be talking about annual performance reviews, why they're important and the the process that I suggest you follow, which will definitely include these goals. But then include them as part of your annual performance review because then they know... That, okay, at the end of the year, I'm going to have accountability. I've now had accountability towards a peer. I've had accountability towards another senior member of leadership, a senior person that's in more senior than me. But ultimately, I'm going to be accountable towards my leader, to, towards the person who I really respect and I know who cares for me. Remember, people, not all people, but people want to know that they've done something right. And people want to be People want to hear, oh, well done for achieving your goal. And other people want to show respect to their leaders by achieving their goals. And and believe me, you will 100% get the 1% percenter of people who don't care whether they've achieved their goal or not, all right? Those people need to be worked out of the system, all right? Definitely, (laughs) if they don't want to achieve their goals and they just want to be there, then they don't belong there because they are intoxicating your workplace culture okay definitely don't want people who don't want to achieve goals or who don't want to make any improvements because they've got a fixed mindset fixed mindset people are going nowhere okay so then at the 12 month mark you speak to them about their goal do they need to extend their goal for another year and what further support can you provide for them remember this goal it's got nothing to do with their performance or their performance management. If it's a goal that they set for themselves that has to do with some type of KPI or performance or something like that, and now they've not done that and they're still struggling, well then now you need to turn that into a performance management goal or something that's going on their annual review as a goal that you're going to review next year. But it's very important that the pers- this needs to be a personal goal of something that they want to achieve that will make them better as a worker, make them better as a person, so that when they walk away from your the organization, they can say, wow, I'm so lucky that I got to work there because they really supported me with my goals, with my personal goals. Okay. So in the next episode, I'm going to talk to you about annual performance reviews, why they're important, how you can implement them. And then in the following episode, I'm going to talk to you about performance management. So this one's about goals. The next one's about annual performance reviews and the one after that is about performance management so there is a clear-cut goal between the three all right so i hope this episode was helpful to you i know i went a lot through that if you need to listen to it again listen to it again but setting personal goals with your team is not really should i or should i not yes you should but how can you do it alternatively so that you are not bogged down by their goals and this is the way that i suggest so if you need to go and listen to the episode again please go and do that And I will see you on Thursday when I talk about annual performance reviews. Enjoy the rest of your week. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If this podcast blessed you in some way, the number one way you can thank me is by leaving a review. Your feedback means the world to me and lights me up every single time when I read it, and it makes me want to keep going. So please leave a review, and your review will also help other Christian women in leadership find the answers they are looking for. So whether you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, scroll down to the review section and leave that review. Then head over to womenoffaithinleadership.com and join our free Facebook community, and I look forward to engaging with you there.